0: My name is Dave Rosendahl, and I'm the president and co-founder here at MindFire. We're a software company with a laser focus on commercial printers, on agencies and implants, helping those types of organizations service their B2B and B2C clients in a variety of different verticals. And the way we do that is through what's called Opti-Channel marketing and sales technology. I'll tell you what I mean by that here in just in just a moment. We get to work with thousands of brands through our service providers and so it's from this vantage point that we bring you these interviews and these discussions that we do about once a week once every other week or so because we get to lead this opti-channel movement from the front and bring you this information that you need to understand how to grow your businesses whether you're a commercial printer an agency an implant or a b2b or b2c brand and You've heard me mention this term a few times. I've said Opti-channel a few times as we've gotten into the material today. I just want to quickly define that so we have context as we get into the interview today. If you're wondering what I mean when I say that, Opti-channel means optimal channel, pretty simple. And it's the idea, it's the strategy that in a nutshell tells us that brands today must be where our consumers are, where our market is hanging out digitally, online, As well as offline and it may sound simple but it can profoundly change how you help your customers reach their prospects reach their clients and engage those folks to take them to the next step now often what we see and we're going to be talking about this today is that companies they get married to a channel out of habit out of momentum out of it used to work for us It's what we've always done. And we argue that instead of getting married to the channel, you got to get married to something else and that's attention. You need to get married to where the consumer's attention is right now, regardless of where it takes you. And so that's why we gather this community on a regular basis to help you understand how to think about, for example, what kind of direct mail campaigns are actually working right now? How can I use QR codes to lift response? How do I tie social with direct mail? How do I even figure out where my market's hanging out? And because we work with agencies and service providers, we hear from a lot of you, how do I sell this to my clients? How can you build and sell opti-channel campaigns to your clients? If you're a printer, if you're an agency, if you're a marketing services company, how can you do these types of campaigns effectively for your client? Or you may be even thinking, how do I apply these philosophies, this strategy to my own marketing? Here's how you do it. I'm going to give you a four-piece framework for understanding how you do this, okay? Number one, you need to figure out how you or your organization, I'm using those interchangeably, how you best communicate. Here's what I mean by that. Are you or your organization set up or equipped or comfortable to communicate using words? So that would be like blog posts, articles, things on LinkedIn, Are you better equipped to share through video, maybe what we're doing today, or audio? That could be a podcast. What you need to do is assess your strength or your organization's strength for communicating your message and then commit to using that to articulate your message. Number two, and this is, it may seem simple, but this is where a lot of people miss the mark. You need to understand that the value you bring to your audience in that communication must align with their interests, meaning it really has very little to do with us, with what we think is cool or important. The intent, the reason why we're communicating has to focus on the needs of the audience. I'll talk to you more about that in just a moment. Thirdly, you need to produce multiple pieces of content per day, and they need to be contextualized to the platform. And a simple example of what I mean by contextualize is some of you do direct mail. I know that. And if I said, hey, take a direct mail piece and amplify that message and send it out in an email, you shouldn't just take that direct mail PDF, let's say, and send it as an email. Most of us know that's not the right way to contextualize or repurpose that message that we use in print in email. And similarly, what I'm saying is you need to learn how to contextualize your messages, whether they be offline or online, to the platform, to the medium, okay? And you need to find places where, your attention, where the attention of your audience is high and the cost to produce that content and distribute it there is low. I'm going to show you a few examples of that today. And then lastly, number four, you need to learn this process that we call siphoning, meaning you need to learn strategies that take these conversations that happen that take these engagements that happen, engage them in such a way that they become leads for your organization. And really that's it. First, commit to a modality, words, video, or audio. Second, produce content that provides value to your audience. Third, broadcast multiple times per day in the channels where your tribe, your audience, your market is hanging out where they're present. Where the attention is high and where the cost to distribute that content is low. Where there's an arbitrage opportunity, if you will, to distribute that content. And then fourthly, learn how to siphon that engagement. Now, I know when I talk to folks about this, I often hear things like, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. Or I'm not on digital channels. I'm not on LinkedIn. I don't know how to use LinkedIn. doesn't make sense to me why I would do this. Let me tell you a little story here that might help you understand the opportunity that you have. What I'm describing to you here is similar to the idea of this. If you could time travel and go back and buy that little plot of land right there, this is about an hour away from me here on the West Coast, about 100 years back. If you could go there, back in time, and buy that little piece of land, right? This is what it would be worth now. And so the reason why I'm saying that is you have an opportunity in some of these locations, many of them you may not even be aware of, you have the opportunity to buy beachfront property here and in a few months, in years, it's going to be this. I don't want you to miss that opportunity. That's what I'm talking about when I say, for example, that LinkedIn is one of those locations where there is ample organic reach, free reach for you to communicate your message to your customers and your prospects. That's an optimal channel for many organizations. Really, the opportunity that you have there, if you can imagine you're like this young lady here, folks, you have the opportunity to speak to a stadium-sized group of people, 50,000, 40,000, 80,000 people for free. That's the power of this idea, of this concept. Now, I know that some of you are gonna say, I don't have a ton of followers. I'm connected with a few hundred people. Mackenzie is who's here with us today right now in the chat. I got her permission to go pull this from her LinkedIn profile. Look, she's got 891 followers. I don't know if that seems like a lot to you or a little, but it's a decent number. But this is what I want to draw your attention to. She's had 85,000 views on this post. 85,000 people. That's probably more people than are in this stadium. Viewed that piece of content. That's what you can do too. The key is you need to bring value to your customer, your prospect in those channels. And in order to do that, it sometimes takes us thinking differently about the kind of message, the kind of communication that we're going to be putting out there. Here's an example. Let me personalize this to our our friends here today. The difference in what I'm talking about is imagine if you go to market, With a message that says something like, hire us. We print on Kanaka Minolta equipment, which is, of course, a great thing. That brings tremendous power. But to your market, to your audience, to the businesses that are your customers and prospects, is that the conversation that's going on in their head? Hmm, I wonder who prints with Kanaka Minolta devices. I don't think it necessarily is. Imagine if, in contrast, the messaging that you're putting out, and this is just a simple example to illustrate the point. Imagine if the messaging were something like seven things you need to know when picking your next print partner. And you repurpose that in a white paper, in video, in LinkedIn posts, maybe even on TikTok. I'll talk about that in a second, right? That's the difference that I'm trying to make here. Does that make sense? I know many of you here in the audience create signs, right? You're creating print on behalf of your customers. And I know that I'm talking about digital a lot today. And whenever I'm in front of an audience like this, I realize that you might hear me say or you might interpret what I'm saying to suggest that is being replaced by digital in some way or that's where you should be as opposed to digital. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you should exclude print. That is not the point. That is far from the point. I'm not saying that you should do LinkedIn over TikTok or that you should be on LinkedIn over Facebook. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is we need to find, you need to find, Where your customer's focus is right now. Where is their attention? And reverse engineer from that. Work backwards from that. And you have to be open-minded to where that's going to take you. You could discover that your market's on TikTok. Or you might find that your audience is on Clubhouse. You might not even have heard of Clubhouse, right? You have to be open-minded to understanding, look, if what I've been doing hasn't been working. Or it's not working the way it used to a reason. The world has changed. Where consumers are paying attention has changed. That might seem scary, but once you realize that's what the issue is, it's freeing. You understand, okay, I've just been putting messages and content and information in places where people just aren't paying attention anymore. You need to be open-minded to where that attention has gone. Some people say, ah, social media doesn't work. Facebook isn't. but Facebook's about showing pictures of our food and or I'm not on LinkedIn. So you really think my customers are going to be on LinkedIn? I'm sorry, folks. I'll be the bad guy here. Okay. I'll be the jerk. I'm going to say, you know what? That's an excuse. That's a problem. That's in your head. All right. What you need to do, what we need to do is we need to level up our thinking. Just because you're not doing something, just because you're not on LinkedIn or maybe you're not on TikTok, that doesn't mean it's true for the rest of the world. Don't fall to that fallacious thinking. The point is, we can't get married to the channel. We need to get married to where the customer's attention is. That's the thesis behind how OptiChannel helps you generate more leads and sales. That's the OptiChannel premise. That's what's driving results for the companies we work with. Again, it starts with figuring out your communication style. Is it words? Is it video? Is it audio? Is it it's understanding where that attention is right now? Where is it organically? Where is there a lot of attention for relatively low or no cost, like I mentioned LinkedIn to you, but it could be in other places. Now, you're probably wondering, how do I figure out where my audience is hanging out? How do I know where that attention is? One simple way, just go download those apps. Go hang out in those places and start to see and familiar, get familiar with what's going on there. I often say to folks as they start to get this idea here, that, okay, I need to be where my audience is and I need to be producing content there, that now, once you realize that, your job, our job, if you imagine those different channels as like pipes, our job now is to fill those pipes with content. Think of these pipes as leading to our clients, leading to our market. We have to fill those pipes with content. Now, the good news is that's not too hard to do, really. But even better is that less than 1% of people, I'm talking about LinkedIn, but this is true for the, for the majority of the platforms out there, the majority of the locations, less than 1% of companies, of people are producing content for those pipes. But yet these algorithms, these locations, these apps are hungry. They have a huge appetite for quality content like yours. And that's the opportunity. That's the arbitrage opportunity. Once you realize that really very few people are creating content, that becomes a strategic advantage to help you sell more. And you know what? The internet, these communication channels, these digital locations, it's not only about the digital, but that's the point I'm trying to make here. When you find those locations online, the internet is really the only thing that's left between the product and the service, the print services that we want to sell and our customers. The key is how are we going to fill that communication? How are we going to draw that line and fill that line in with communication and content that reaches and engages our audience and their optimal channel? Printers, you got to listen up. This is really important. I also believe that you have a significant opportunity here. Most of you, I would imagine everybody right now has their phone within probably a few inches of where you're sitting right now or where you're standing. My question for you is, Gary V often says this. My question for you is, what is the ROI of a basketball? And if you're wondering, hey, we were just talking about cell phones. Now we're talking about basketballs. What's the connection here? Well, think about that for a moment. What is the ROI of a basketball? Strange question, right? Well, for me, I go out for a dunk. I end up in the hospital. (laughs) Doesn't work out. But for this guy, the ROI of a basketball is billions. The point is you have basketballs in your hand. You have technology in your hand that can equip you to do exactly what I'm talking about. You don't need to go out and invest in cameras and in you know, record studios to record podcasts and all of that other stuff. You can get there eventually, But to get your message as a print service provider, to get your message out to your local market and to the folks around you, you have, your staff has in their hands right now what they need. The key is it's going to take some work. You're going to have to put in the reps. You're going to have to work out, right? If you go to the gym, McKenzie on the line here often says, if you go to the gym and your goal is to lose weight or whatever your goal is, and you go once, Maybe twice, maybe three times, and you're like, hey, this isn't working. I think most of you here would say, well, you got to go more than three times. This has to be a commitment. You have to make a behavior change. The same thing is true here. You post once on LinkedIn, or you say, you know what? I found out that my audience is actually on TikTok. I posted something, but nothing happened. Folks, you can't give up there. That's just the start. You got to make a significant change in how you communicate. And it needs to be an ongoing commitment to that. Once you realize that, then you understand that OptiChannel is finding your market where they're at, in the places that they hang out, reverse engineering from that attention to create content that makes sense in those platforms or platform. It could be one. doesn't have to be more than one. And then orchestrating meaningful interactions across that small number of locations or channels that make sense to your audience, and then doing that at scale, repeating that using what you've learned to improve your messaging to hit the mark with that audience. And you got to be open to where that takes you. That may take you to channels that you've never thought before. That's part of the opportunity. That's part of the reason why I'm so jacked up and excited right now, which I think you can see, is this opens up so many new opportunities for folks. No, I don't. There are leads for printers, for commercial printers on Reddit that pop up almost almost At least once a day, sometimes a little less frequently, but it's fairly often. How many of you are going there to get leads? Anybody? What we do is we often say, all right, the market's not there. Printers, I know you folks want leads. We go and we get those leads and we send them out to folks. If you want to be on our distribution list, just let us know there in the chat and we'll send them out. But there are places where customers, businesses are asking for your help. And I bet you're not even there you're not paying attention to those locations. That's the promise here. That's the opportunity to really tune in and put yourself where your customers are. Lita, are you here now?
1: I am. Can you hear me? Yes. Thanks for covering all my slides and all my
0: information. <laughs> you got <laughs> Let it. Me Let just... me introduce Lita yeah. to you folks here briefly in the conversation. And Lita, uh, you can guide us through the Q&A here. But Lita, Lita is the Vice President of Customer Success here at Mindfire and The reason why I wanted her in this conversation is her experience, her background, and the reason why she's here at MindFire is because we are a 1000% invested in helping our customers and the community, those of you who are here with us, lean into OptiChannel and learn how to use it to make your organization more successful at reaching your market. And like I mentioned, I hinted at this at the beginning, once you learn how to do these things, this is also for some of you, potentially a service that you can wrap around the print that you're doing for your customer. It might be an opportunity for added revenue in that way as well. So Lita, take a moment to say hi to everybody.
1: Hi, everybody. Sorry that I uh, was late, but let me just add one thing here from my past, which I wasn't you know, going to share, but after listening to you, Dave, I think it could help. I have spent 20 years helping printers succeed grow their businesses and doing it in ways where I, I went in, I really sat down with them on their strategy and listen to them. And so here's what I know. I know that nobody has time to do this on their own. It, it's not the first thing you think about in the, in the morning, but the minute that you start thinking about your business in a different way, and the fact that you need to reach people and you need to be front and center with them, it changes everything. And so when Dave puts up all of those different channels, let me tell you that 21 year olds are now taking jobs where they're beginning to print they know nothing about print, right? They, they didn't grow up with print. So you talking to them and showing them a different way of doing things really can open a whole new future business for you. As we sat would sit with PSPs, what we really found is coming and bringing a partner that understood this And that it was easy for the partner, but not so easy for the printer to think about it every day. That was really bold for them. So I'm excited about being here at MindFire and helping all of you grow and just helping clients grow across the board. But I really believe in the model, whether it's you do it yourself or whether you use some of their agency model. It's a huge um, plus for your business.
0: I'm going to turn it over to Tim or Nathaniel for uh, leading us through the Q&A here.
2: I can take that on. If anybody has any questions, if they want to raise their hands and I'll let them give them access to uh, speak.
0: Dick, saying, where are the print buyers hanging out? Yeah, that's a good question, Dick. I'll I'll answer that. And then maybe Mackenzie, you might even want to throw down and Lita, if you want to answer. Dick, I gave you one example. There are more. There are print buyers on Reddit. Dick, are you on Reddit? Certainly there are print buyers on Reddit. Okay. Lita, how would you answer that? Where have you seen print buyers hanging out these days? I see
1: them everywhere because it depends on generational to be honest, and what they're looking for. But I definitely, they're definitely on LinkedIn, there's no doubt, but I'm seeing them on Instagram too.
0: Yep. The other place, Dick, that's interesting. And then Mackenzie, if you want to throw in any of your perspective here. What's interesting is I recently attended a trade show, which was really nice to be able to get back to. And it was a digital only kind of event, meaning we were physically there, but all of the exhibitors were digital. Email, Facebook, LinkedIn, all sorts of digital stuff. The marketing managers who were there, and I'm generalizing, were mostly between the ages of 30 and 40. And when they would come into the booth that, that I was working with one of our customers, and we would say, have you considered using print or direct mail to engage your market? They looked at us like, wait, what? How does? What do you mean? How does that even work? And what we found, and Lita alluded to this, is there's a whole generation, and you probably intuitively know this, but there's a whole generation that's grown up with Facebook and LinkedIn targeting and don't know that you can do the same thing with print. So they're hanging out on Reddit. They're hanging out on LinkedIn. They're hanging out at these live events or trade shows. You just have to know the right questions and how to engage them and where to be. It's great to be at a trade show where every other exhibitor is only talking digital and you're talking print, signs direct mail, whatever it is that you can offer. Talk about being in a blue ocean. Mackenzie, what are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I think that it really depends on who your audience is, but I just want to make one point, piggybacking up off what you just said right there, Dave. So when we think about what he said, he gave the example of the seven things that you need to do when you talk about a print partner, right? Think about just that example he said. He was at a trade show. What do people need for trade shows? Signage. I was our our marketing director here for many years. I ordered all of our signs, right? Yes, we're going to an in-person trade show, but we need to have signage. And a lot of people think, oh, the signage is over here and the digital marketing is over here. But what we used to do as obviously Mindfire exhibiting, we would actually connect the both and we would use the digital engagement to drive and send out more print. So let me just give you an example. We went to a trade show. It was actually a, a printing trade show. Went before when we could do that. We put up a big sign and we actually told people to text in to enter a raffle. So all of the people who were going there to learn about print, so these are print buyers, right, texted based on our sign. When they texted, there was a link, they put their information. Once we got their information, we sent them a personalized direct mail piece after the show. So for all of you organizations and leaders who sell, let's call it signage and print, and there's a customer coming to you for a sign, and you ask them the simple question, let's talk about what you're actually trying to do with the sign. Oh, what we're trying to do is try to get people at our booth. Great, signage is great, right? It's loud, it's colorful. Hopefully you do a great job and you create a sign that really attracts people's attention. But when you take it a step further and you say, awesome, they're gonna be at a trade show, the sign's gonna look great. Let's try to engage the people who walk by by giving them an opportunity to text in, to join our list, to enter a raffle, to whatever. So Mackenzie's walking around trying to learn about print. I see your big sign, and it says, Mackenzie text whatever, print or text signs or whatever it is to something. I pull out my phone, which is in my pocket, like everyone else, just talking about this generational piece of ability to communicate via mobile. I pull out my phone. I text in. You now have my information. So Mackenzie walks by. I saw a sign. I, I, you know, texted in. You have my information. And after the show, You're going to tell your customer, great, you got a bunch of leads, including the people who walked by. Let's actually send them a personalized direct mail saying, thank you so much for coming to see us at our booth. You just went from having your customer order a sign from you to a sign plus direct. Do you see how that sign plus digital actually drove print, right? You'd never had that direct mail follow-up piece as a part of the scope of work prior to, but when you stepped out and you provided an innovative solution that enabled people to use signage and print along with digital, which is an easy response mechanism, you collected that data and now you're sending print. You just drove more print business because of that digital engagement. So I didn't answer your question, but what I want to say is that it doesn't, yeah, they're hanging out a lot of different places, Yeah. but you have to be innovative in your approach in that you have to be asking your customers, why are you doing this? What's the objective? And how can we piggyback off the macro trends? The fact that everyone has their phone, everyone has the internet, everyone has email to not only drive results for them to gather data, but also to capture and drive more print, which is going to help them get closer to their objectives too. Does that make
1: sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, Dick, McKenzie, what, what have we said that makes sense to you? What makes sense there? Let us know in the chat. Was that you, Lita, was going to add something?
1: I was just going to add, as Mackenzie used that example, which I thought was a great example, right? I just looked up the average age of an event planner at a small to medium business, 30 to 35 years old. Hmm. They don't know that much about print. They don't yep. know everything that we just talked about as far as driving prints and driving that whole you know, messaging. So it's just an opportunity to drive your business and to build it.
3: Yep. And I also, I was our, just to one more point on that. I was also our marketing director, Dave knows I was on his team. I wasn't an expert. I mean, I grew up on a print show you know, shop because my grandparents started a printing company in the seventies, but I was also in digital at that age that, mm-hmm. that Lita just talked about marketing managers for trade shows, 30 to 40 or we think, oh, you're a marketing manager. And now you're an expert, right? But you're not. And that's where you have an opportunity to be their expertise. So when someone, let's call it me, five in 2015 when I was doing our trade shows, yeah, I was our marketing director, I was also just figuring it out. But when I went to order signs, if my printer said to me, "Mackenzie, why are you ordering the signs? Are you trying to get attention?" Yeah, why don't you also add in an- I would have been open for those ideas because even though I'm digital forward, I didn't know either. So not only is it an opportunity to educate about print, but it's an opportunity to educate about the overall objective that that person's coming to you for that order for in the first place, and to be open and curious to drive opportunities across the board. Because it's not like we're getting, we don't, as organizations in many cases, when I talk to printers, it's not like they want to just print X quantity of Y, they want to help their customers. And if you have multiple tools in your tool belt, You can also help them in that evaluation as well.
0: Anybody brave enough to come on the air and ask a question or Dick, if you want to, if you have any follow-ups there, we're happy to to share more. If you want help understanding where uh, print buyers are hanging out, for example, Reddit and things like that, if you need help with that, we're happy to to give you a hand there. Scott, Patrick, Jeff, Gene, anybody else, questions, comments, insights that stood out? What about from you Tim knowing the audience here and knowing the folks that are here you have any questions for them or anything that you think we should further clarify?
2: No, I think it's been a great conversation. It's always how to reach and engage customers in a the new and in different type of ways and tactics is uh, going to be beneficial for everyone.
3: Hey, Dave, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick for something that I think is going to help the audience. Dick had a question about OptiChannel. We talked about, or you talked about how Reddit has these leads, and I know because I've seen them. I want to give them a tactical tip about using LinkedIn with hashtags, because if they're a printer and they're trying to get print buyers, they may think that they need to go and search for print. But let's just take this one example about trade show marketing. Can you just talk people through how, instead of searching for print on LinkedIn, they can search for, let's call it trade show marketing or event marketing and use that as a way to find people who are looking for this stuff.
0: So what Mackenzie's talking about, there's numerous ways to go about this, but on LinkedIn and pretty much any social platform, the context that you're in here is a social platform, meaning that people are talking back and forth about things. And what you need to learn how to do is be aware of those conversations and then begin to engage in those conversations not in a pushy spammy, hey, you want to buy my stuff way, but by adding value to the conversation. And so um, as an example, what you can do up here, if you hit the number sign, is you, that's a hashtag. You can just type in, uh, let's I'm just going to go to trade show marketing here. And what this will do, a couple things here, this hashtag has 394 people who have said, I'm interested in trade show marketing and I want to listen. I want to be plugged in LinkedIn. To any content on that topic. And so right away, hey, there's a group of people there that are looking for that kind of content. That makes sense. That's the first thing. Second is you can start to scroll through here people's posts who are talking about, in this case, trade show marketing. And the opportunity for you is to start to engage in those conversations. What does it take? A few minutes every day to go through the hashtags and the search terms that you think or that your market is tuned into. To drop a comment, to like, to connect with people. You can see, for example, I don't know what this one's about, but this one's got 57 engagements here. You can click on that. You can see all of these people, right? And you see somebody here. Let's say you see who, let's see, I'm going to pick somebody, somebody's name that I can pronounce, Sanjay here. I'm gonna, I say, you know what, Sanjay looks like a good prospect for me. You can click on Sanjay's name, and uh, go over and start to, you know, engage with him and learn more about him and start to develop a conversation and a relationship with him. So Mackenzie, there are two or three things right there that I think might be helpful. Did that answer your question, Mac?
3: Yep, that answered my question. Yep. Thank you.
0: Yep, absolutely. Nathaniel and Tim, are are there any wise words at the end here that you want to impart upon everyone? They don't have to be wise. I wanna say thank you
2: to the MindFire team and uh, to all the the print and sign shop owners at the National Print and Sign Association. Thank you for having us and letting us host the webinar. I'll end my piece by just saying, if you want a more personalized conversation for your business from the Mindfire team, I'll put my information in the chat and you can reach out to me. And I think Mike during the presentation at Mindfire was also Mackenzie and Lita and, and David's information in the chat box too. So uh, you have a, a bunch of resources out there if you want to have a more personalized conversation. I want to thank both Donna Manolta and Mindfire for putting this, this presentation on for us. And if you all don't mind when you all send me the deck, if you can also send me your all's contacts information so that I can send it out to all of the attendees and everybody who's been registered for it along with the uh, video.
0: Absolutely. We'd be happy to.
2: All right. And thanks everyone for uh, joining. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to any of us.
0: Thanks everyone. Thank you, Dick, for the questions. Thanks everyone. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye everyone. Thank Thank you. you. Take care. Hey, everybody, I hope you enjoyed that episode really quick. I just wanted to let you know we've just opened up a texting community, which means that you can text me questions right now. And I'm spending anywhere between 10 to 30 minutes a day answering questions from people like you that are listening to the podcast. So I want you to stop and pull out your phone right now and text me at 949 506 585 Or if you're listening to us right now on a podcast player, let's say on your phone, maybe you're going for a run or going on a walk, you can go to the description of this podcast right now, go click on it. And my team has put the number and a link that you can click on to make the process even easier for you to text me. Okay. So look at that or write it down 949-506-5835. And when you text me, just say, hello, Dave, it's whatever your name is and it will add you to my phone. And then it's gonna shoot you back a message where you can add me to your phone and we can then talk from that point forward, okay? I'm gonna be giving away tips, links to live interviews, free stuff, quotes, frameworks, training links, only things that you can get through this texting platform. And also something specific for our friends in the print and agency. We come across leads all the time for print work and agency work, things that as a software company, we just don't do. But I think many of you probably want to know about those things. And we come across these leads in places that you're probably not frequenting. So if you want to be able to get those leads, I also send those through text to this community. So if that's helpful to you, pull out your phone, text me at 949-506-5835. Or like I said, if you're listening on a podcast player on your phone, you can go to the description my team has put the number as well as a link that i think you can click and it'll make it even easier for you to text me i can't wait to hear from you see you later Bye bye